You are now locked in to Mode London, the one-stop shop for all things UK underground. Tune in to hear the best in grime, dubstep, garage, drummer bass, funky and more. You can follow us on Instagram at moderadio.london and Twitter at moderadiolondon. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Mode London, for all the freshest content. Keep it locked. Mode is home. Listening to Tribe With Me live on Mode Radio London. Hi, I'm your host, Sade Joseph. Good afternoon. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're well. Whoever's listening, hope you're doing good. You know? Um, yeah, it's a Friday afternoon. It's the end of the month, pretty much. This month is like, this whole year has gone so fast. It's mad how fast this year has gone. But I feel very, I don't know about everyone else, but I feel very humbled by this year so far. Like, very humbled and like carried through the year with so much grace and i'm really looking forward to how the rest of the year is panning out um for better for worse and yeah i'm just hoping that your friday is doing good and you're good you're doing good this morning this afternoon um so today since it's april by the way um it's national poetry month right and poetry is an art form that's near and dear it's near and dear to my heart it's something it's something that i started listening that i started doing when i was i think say 18 years old i started like going to open mic nights and really immersing myself in the poetry scene here in london and i re- i met some really really cool people who people who have become some of my closest friends in life and so i want to celebrate this month i want to celebrate poetry month because i think poetry exists forcefully in everything in whole life in 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 my entire life poetry forcefully exists it forcefully exists in music in art in everything so i want to highlight poetry this month and i have a special guest with me her name is tolu agbalusi we're going to be speaking to her in a bit she's an amazing poet but we're gonna get into everything that she does because she's a real bad woman like she you know what i mean like she don't play games you know what i mean so you'll see that soon but um until then we're gonna have a warm-up like i usually do we're gonna play some tunes and we're celebrating nothing but women this month so no mandem are gonna be played today just women so i'll be back with some tunes in a bit Now 
Niger women got the melanin dripping. L O N D O N City girl living in the back, looking like fire chili pepper. Yoruba girl tougher than imperial leather. He was getting bitter while she was getting better. Diamonds are forever. Miss Sierra Leone looking like a gem. Works hard in the week, party on the weekend. No, you wanna live with no one watching how you spend. Got a thing for the finer things and the finer men. <laughs> Miss Tanzania, she a do or die. Says she wanna know more about the Sukuma tribe. We hit the zoo, once wasn't enough. Got an ocean full of knowledge, you could scuba dive. Miss Ethiopia can play so jazzy. They sit you down to school, you want Selassie. Tell them you're nothing without a woman, no. Woman to woman, I just wanna see you glow. Tell them what's up. Repping for your country, sun kissing your brown skin, looking like money. Says she focusing on being an accountant. When you have beauty and brains, they find it astounding. Why she been getting it on her own, nigga? Self-made, ain't nobody doing gold, nigga. Now Miss India always speaks with her chest, got respect from her people 'cause she leads them the best. Hmm, real life queen in the flesh, know the crown get heavy, still the bees on your head. Brooklyn ladies know you hustle on the daily, innovative just like Donna Summer in the 80s. Your time is seeing you glow now. Intelligence and elegance, show 'em how. Miss Jamaica understand food for the soul. She get up in the kitchen, know she throw down. Ain't nothing without a woman, no. Woman to woman, I just wanna see you glow. Tell 'em what's up. Gonna go, calm with it, never let the marijuana fail. Though a sucker for the romance, take you to the homeland. One way she ain't coming back, nah. All I see is black stars, and I friggin' love it, yeah, yeah. Time's up, tell the people that we coming, yeah, yeah. Done being in the shadow, going public, yeah, yeah. Don't know how to bear it, how to stomach, yeah, yeah. Hand over the shit and let us run it, yeah, yeah. All we know is looking clueless, all they know is stairs, there. Ain't nothing without a woman, no. Woman to woman, I just wanna see you glow, glow, glow. I love how you go from zero to one hundred and leave the dust behind. You got this, and leave them with your life. You woman got to woman, this. I just wanna see you glow. Tell us what's up. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, I just look around and I think of all the things we've gone through, all the great things in life, and all the horrible things that are just the other half of the great things in life. And how you don't really get greatness without sacrifice. You don't get good things without a little bit of pain. And how happiness is the substitute for. The emptiness that you can sometimes feel on the other side. 
I don't know, it just reminds me to call you, but then you never pick up the
Make sure I see Just to make sure. Baby, ain't nothing wrong 
something brand new for y'all. It's called Unbreakable. And I want y'all to listen. So 
But right now, I'm gonna have to go back to another joint that we all know and love.
Welcome back, welcome back. Hello, welcome back to Tribe with me. Hope you enjoyed the vibes. You know, it's a mix of different kind of vibes today, but I hope you enjoyed all them. I did certainly, like they're all bangers to me. You know, what I mean, there's a bit, a mix of some modern artists that I really love, and then some throwback stuff that just has my heart. You know, stuff that I grew up on, and that just doesn't. It just gets better each year as I get older. I, I love music for that reason. You know, I love getting older and reappreciating music and understanding where I'm at. Right where I'm at right now and just realizing like wow like there's so much more to this song than I ever knew when I was a child I just knew what I knew you know I loved what I heard melodies you know the music the production but as I've got older the more the lyrics make sense the more even the production makes sense now as a producer and as a musician so <coughs> I love music for the fact that it can grow with me as I grow like I love that and then we just had some complete classics like complete classics as well so I hope you enjoyed all the vibes um my guest is here with me Tolu Agbalusi before you speak ha, no I'm not gonna let you speak until I've introduced you properly yeah because I know you're about to speak yeah yeah you <laughs> so Tolu Agbalusi is a poet a playwright producer an educator, yeah, a podcaster, yeah, and a former lawyer, yeah, and on top of all of that, she's a really close friend of mine, she is so important in my life, and I'm so happy to have her here today, Tolu, welcome. I can speak now. Yes, you can, <laughs> of course, I'll give you permission. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Of course, thank you for being here, I really appreciate you, and just to add on, to give you your flowers, yeah, so like I said to everyone's listening, this month's National Poetry Month, right? Mm -hmm. You are one of the best poets I've ever, ever known. And Thank it's you. been a pleasure to see you from when I first met you in around, say, hmm, 2014, 2013, maybe even. 13. So I think, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Then I see you, what's the first time I saw you? Was it in that church in Maryland? You know the charity church in <laughs> Okay, soothing voice. <laughs> Where the slow jams when you need them right now. There was a church in Maryland, there was a show that was happening, and I'm sure that's the first time I saw you. If it wasn't there, uh -huh. it was at Word for Word. Yeah, I think maybe because Word for Word was more regular, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember seeing you and it's been like, this woman's different. Like, she's different. She has something different to say. And it was the way your voice carried the words. It wasn't just, oh, wow, this is really good. I can appreciate what's being said. It was your voice alone carried the words so epically that I was just like, I was just caught. I was like, wow, you know? And it's a blessing to have seen you grow within your own practice from then till now. Mm. Completely. Likewise. Oh, thank you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's been a blessing to see you grow into the epic woman you are today. And I wanted to celebrate you, one, because it's your birthday tomorrow. So happy early birthday to you. Thank you. And secondly, I want to celebrate you because as it's National Poetry Month, your debut collection, Locating Strong Women, which is, come on, guys, is, is this not a sick title? Like, Locating Strong Women. Are you, you know? silly? What? You know like what? Superman, yeah. like, but it's Strong Women. Right. Yes. Like, is, listen, I remember when you first told me, like, the title, and I think it was before 
you had the first manuscript. Remember when you sent me the first manuscript? Google Docs. <laughs> you sent it to me. I read it like, I think it was like two o'clock in the morning. I was like, oh my God, I can't wait till this comes out. It's so lit. Like, and, but I remember that when you told like me. That feels like forever ago. I know. That was a while ago. Yeah. That was first drafts. And I was just like, if this is first drafts, then I don't know what's coming. You know? I mean, it's kind of like when you and Jamelia write, mm. and you say you have nothing to write. Right, yeah, but she's different. Shout out Jamelia. And she's and I want to beat both of you because I'm like, what were you complaining for? Right. Her? Yeah, but you do the same thing <laughs> as well, so you can't really complain. <laughs> I need time with mine. Mm. Y'all be throwing things onto paper. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, okay. <laughs> we can debate after because we'll <laughs> we go all day doing this. Um, but yeah, just I really. Every moment that you shared anything with me, whether it was a thought, an idea, whether it was a poem, just you've always been so open with your process. And I don't, there's not a day that goes by that I don't appreciate that about you. So thank you for letting me inside your world as this was building. And yeah, so Locating Strong Women is one of my favorite poetry collections. Mm. So in the theme of that, I wanted to just center the whole show around women today, like today. Yeah. Even though last month was National Women's Month, I'm like, this month can be too. Like, it's, you know, why should it not be all Every the time? Month. Of course, yeah. right? Although when we stepped in, mm. there were some fire tunes playing. And right. My buddy wasn't ready, <laughs> but it got ready. <laughs> like some old school hip hop. Yep. I was like, okay. Yep. I like it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, it set the, the men vibes, in the mix right. sometimes it set, set the vibes. Yeah, the, the men gave us some vibes to like, you know, like here's some room to do your thing. And I was like, appreciate that. Now we're going to take over. We're going to do our thing now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, like for me, so growing up, right, um, my idea of womanhood was was very hard to grip. It was very hard to grasp growing up. Uh-huh. Um, like... As somebody, as a girl that was kind of labelled on the more masculine side, like doing more sports and like playing PlayStation and all that kind of stuff. So growing up through school and just in general, like navigating feminine spaces or like what quote unquote feminine spaces was always difficult for me. Mm-hmm. And so as well as relationships and friendships with women like that in my life. And right now I can say that probably in the most healthiest space in my life with in regards to the connections I have to women that are in my life like everyone that's in my life right now I'm like you're good I don't need to worry about you (laughs) anymore (laughs) I don't have to worry about you switching up on me you know it's just solid and the foundation is so strong and you are one of those women that are in my life and you might oh thank you you know so on that note I wanted to read your poem Uh yes if you don't mind no take it away you know um (laughs) I want to read your poem, Museum of Women. Okay. Um, because it just, it's just everything to me. It just sums up the importance of women communities. You know what I mean? Like the importance of your sisterhood. Um, it's, so, it's so important and integral in my growth and in my life and in my rediscovery of myself and my wanting to discover myself and my wanting to be better and to be loved and all of these things. Like women shape that. You know, as much as I'm, I have a lot of male friends and stuff, they're really good supporters and I really have really good connections, but women are really integral in shaping me. So I want to read this poem and shout out all the women that are in my life who, who know are listening 
and just everybody that is in my life that is a woman that is amazing. So here we go. <clears throat> Museum of Women. Praise for the mothers, their love, like an expensive scrub, scraping away what is dead and what needs to die, soothing the afterburn. Praise for the sisters who show up without needing to ask, what is wrong? Arms full of plantains, portable joy who swathe your body before it can fall apart. Praise for the women who write books about women, who challenge us to live beyond survival, for the girls whose stories incite renaissance. Praise for all the women who chorus groans when the truth is too heavy for words. Artists, quietly molding, mending, retouching me into a masterpiece, even when I didn't yet acknowledge I am still under construction. If I ever said I made it this far alone, I lied. <laughs> come on, come on, with the, come on, what? <laughs> Tolu. First time I heard somebody else read that back. Really? Me, that nice. <laughs> wow, I'm, I'm, I'm honored. Honestly, I'm so honored. Like that poem is everything to me. Like it just every every time I read it, it's one of those poems that, as someone who loves poetry as well, there are poems that live in my head. Mm. Like as, in my mind, I have like a street. Or like a, I'll say an area, and there are poems that are living there, and your poem lives on that street. And this itself is a poem. Oh wow! You know, I try. <laughs> 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 but no, for real, like it really lives in my head, rent free. You know, it doesn't pay rent. Like it's good. It's just there chilling. It owns its own house. You know, everything's good. Um, but yeah, so that, that, that poem means so much to me. And I just wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. in regards to the poem, who are, if we're looking at, if we're like taking the concept of a museum in your life, right, of a museum of women, who are three women? I know there's loads. I know the museum's probably like huge. Like it's probably got like f- four floors <laughs> of exhibitions, you know. But if you could choose three important women mm. in your life who are in your museum of women, who would they be and why? And this question is funny to me because as you know, I always put people on the spot. Yeah, you do. To ask that particular question. Mm-hmm. So I want to spin it today. I can see that. I can see My mother, mm-hmm. both for the things both for the things that I want to be and I'm aspiring to be Mm. and some of which I am and Mm. the things, some of the things that I've had to unlearn. Right. I think for for better and for worse. But like that silent power thing Mm. that people speak about sometimes when I'm kindly asking you to do things is very much my mother. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when people make certain comments, I'm like, oh, I didn't realize I did that, but that's very much her. But also just applying myself to everything. If there's somebody doing DIY in the house, it's more likely to be my mother right. than it is my dad. Um, and realizing at some point, you know, I need to be self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Like for whatever reasons, her mom died early, da 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 She, but also just who she is. She made sure that she could do 
a lot <laughs> and she could be self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Not that she wasn't depending on other people, but she also made sure that she could right. survive herself. And mm-hmm. and I got some of that. I got a lot of that. You I got think. a lot of it. <laughs> I got a lot of that yeah, from, from her. Mm-hmm. Um, someone else in the museum. Who is hard? Um, I would say my friend Nana. Okay. Shout out. Uh, shout out to Nana. Um, I think just in terms of, and I, 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 she comes to mind as a friend who came into my life later. Yeah. But who I can't imagine not being in my life. Yeah. And in terms of, I think she's representative of a whole group of friends who I, I can just be with Mm. and I don't have to pretend. Right. Yeah. Um, who else in that? Since I'm calling people as representative of clumps of people, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll say Bukun, who is... Uh, That's a beautiful name. It is. Um, and I've known her since I was knee-high from a grasshopper, you know. Her boobs came in before me. Like, <laughs> we knew each other since that age. Mm. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, she's just somebody who whenever we catch up, it feels like not much was missed in between. Right. And that we still, like uh, uh, a sliver of whoever, whoever we were when we were yay high right. has grown and still continue to be the same. So mm. in a weird way, it's a mirror. Not in the self, not in the sense of you looking back at yourself all the time, but being able to see the process and the right. journey. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I love that I can relate exactly what you said about your mother. Just exactly how you articulated it is how I feel about my mum as well. Like I was thinking about it on the way here and I was like, my mum is like, she really taught me how much it is to love um, the entirety of somebody. Mm. Like when when they're challenging you to the full extent, (laughs) where you're just like, to the complete selflessness that she offers me and that she gives me even when i try to fight it she's like look i'm the one who brought into this world in it so you can't fight what i've given to you right and then the importance of friends who come into your life who just they they come into your life so effortlessly it's not hard work with those those sometimes with those friends that for me anyway with those friends that come in and it just feels like they just found their space and they're just like, everything is cool now. And you're like, oh, wow. Like I've been, it feels like there's been this area waiting for you. You know, before then, I didn't know that the way you've taken up this space, it, it makes sense that it's you that's here. Mm-hmm. And now I don't want you to, if you leave me, I'm going I'm to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to chase you, okay? <laughs> There better be a reason. God himself better be like, no, it's not It's not worth it anymore. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm listening to you. But yeah, the those friendships are so beautiful and effortless, effortless as well. And then if you're blessed enough to have friends from that have seen you in different stages mm. in your life, from your physical changes, from your emotional changes, from your career changes, who've seen... Who's lived lives with you? Because we forget. We mm. forget things so quickly and so easily. So I'm remembering a friend, Ruth, as well right now, who sometimes I'll be saying stuff and she's like, but you don't remember 
when you wanted to do X and it happened? I'm like, no. And she's like, no, no, no. We don't get to move on from that. Mm. Don't you remember? Right. And it's oftentimes when you need people to remind you who you are and to call you yeah. back to yourself when yeah. you're doubting things. Yeah. So the importance of having friends who are there for you, not just because something is going on for mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. is that they take your wins as their wins. You know, so even when you don't feel like celebrating, they're oh, all they're, out celebrating oh, yeah. it for you so that when you the forget admin. something. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I mean, there's another friend, um, Sarah, who... I have a few Sarahs, all of them are similar in that way, who will say, but no, we're celebrating. I'm like, no, we're celebrating. Right. So I'm like, okay, I guess we're celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> but it's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're, because of how you are as a person, like you need that in your life. Because, no, you do. You do. You need that because you are so driven. You are so forward thinking and like, you're so, um, yeah, you know what you want. You know what you want to do. You're open to surprises, but you're you know what your purpose is. That's how I feel. Like you move with purpose, you move with intent. And sometimes you need people to be like, look, celebrate that. I know it doesn't come across like in the way that it should sound like it should be celebrated, but for you and what you've done, you need to celebrate this. Mm. Or you need to be in bed at uh <laughs> after midnight because you shouldn't be working at three o'clock in the morning. You just invited I'm me out here in to you. attack me. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Yep. Okay. Pow, pow. pew. <laughs> Why are you up at that time? Listen, we're not talking about me, innit? We're oh, talking okay. about you. <laughs> so you need people in your life that can call you back to yourself. So you remind, like, so you remember. And, and also, when people do call you back to yourself, you're able to see yourself. They mm. allow you to, they, they bring you, of, they bring you a picture of yourself, say, look here. Because sometimes it's hard to look inward, right? So when people show you your, yourself from their view, you're like, oh, okay, cool. Especially when they're persistent, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's super important. So to move on now, not so much, but to move on in regards to music, right? Mm -hmm. You are, I've always known you as a music lover, right? You are somebody who... You love your music, right? The music that you love, you love it. And especially when I've like chilled with you, listened to music, or I've been in a car with you, and the way the music hits when we're, when we're driving, and the way you sing along to words, and like, and you can sing as well. She'd be playing. Like, I'd be like, told you. I hold a tune. You don't hold a it tune. It's a different I've, thing. As a musician, <laughs> can I can I talk to you real quick? I'm a musician, yeah. Okay. I play a couple instruments, so I know what hold a tune and singing means, yeah. And you can sing. Don't fight me. Anyway, so <laughs> I want to, <laughs> so I want to dive into some of the women artists that would be in your museum, mm -hmm. right? So I've asked you for three. Who would you like to start off with? Well, what we're going to do is we're going to start off with one, play a song, come back. Okay. And then we'll talk and then we'll go into the other ones. Gold by Beverly Knight. Nice. Yeah, Talk to I me remember about rinsing that. that one when it came out. I won't say when, because mm. then we'll start to calculate ages and shit. Um, <laughs> but it's just, I, I guess it's an affirmation song. And maybe at that time, I needed some kind of strong affirmation, which yeah. I didn't realize that was what I was... Um, 
<laughs> <laughs> which I didn't realize I was chasing. Yeah. But there's just something about the, the, the song, the lyrics. I'm gold, catch me in a sleep stream. Mm. You know, and it's that whole thing of um, we're always going to come back there of who you know you are and trying to deal with whether or not you are getting the level of, I don't know, let's call it acknowledgement. Right. That you think that deserves or that your work deserves mm. and how do you deal with that? And it's a song that speaks to that. And then there's Beverly Knight's voice. And that She's underrated, you know? She is. That album she doesn't get, get, didn't get its... Yeah. I don't think it got its due. I don't think she gets her due. Mm. So, yeah. Do you think that's because of her career trajectory? Like... I feel like because she didn't she go through the whole like singing the talent kind of route, like the like um, wasn't she on a TV show was in the beginning? I swear she was on a TV show in the beginning. I can't remember that, you know. Back in like early two thousands, mm. and I feel like those shows for people that can really sing, they're not the spaces to like thrive, really, especially in this country. Yeah, I don't remember that. Okay. I really don't. It feels like ages. <laughs> it feels like ages ago. Yeah. And I know, obviously, now she's doing all the theater yeah, stuff. Yeah, she's doing theater, yeah. Which, you know, kudos to her yeah, or whatever. Get your bag, do your thing, as long as she's get happy. Get your bag. But yeah. I'm like, she's got some pipes. And she does. there needed to have been better promotion. Absolutely. But yeah, she speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is Beverly Go. This is Beverly Knight. Beverly Night. Beverly Night Gold. Gold. Yes. Sometimes it's 
is cast aside by those who are just unsure. Yeah. I guess you never held on to quality or you would recognize by now something so special, so true when she's standing right in front of beautiful song i haven't heard that song before oh really no nah, i haven't heard it it's beautiful though mm. i i miss bridges <laughs> i miss oh my gosh because i thought you had when you were like oh here comes the bridge, here the, comes the bridge. listen a bridge is everything to me like a good bridge is just the whole like i love the analogy of a bridge right the whole thing is like that like a pathway that um from the from a chorus of a song that you know that takes you over into the next part of the song, it takes mm. you up, over, and then back down, and that part of the song is always the best to me. Like the bridge is like a journey in itself, and I love that bridge. That bridge was everything. <laughs> I was lit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, big up, big up, big up, Beverly Knight for yep, that. Yep. Yeah. So, um, Tolu, uh. what is the next song that you would like to focus upon right now? What a day. Mm-hmm. by Tanya Stevens. Uh-huh. Talk about it. There was a time that I used to rinse Tanya Stevens out. Um, I haven't listened to her in ages, but mm. that particular song, I just think the world is a shambles and it encapsulates that, but right. it also encapsulates the hope um, of maybe someday, mm. I won't say things resolving because human beings are 
human being. Yeah. Um, see, 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 can I just pause you real quick? What I love about you, yeah, is that you don't have to say the thing that you're saying. You could just say it and the tone of how you say that thing expresses what you're really trying it's to say. Poetry, is it? Yeah, yeah, it is poetry. <laughs> tone. It's about tone, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. about tone. Yeah. Because um, really what you were saying is that like human beings are long, yeah? Mm. <laughs> As a friend of mine said once, the human project failed. Wow. Um, wow. I don't know if I'll go that far, but some, but I, I know that I, you understand, the I understand it. I yeah. think the rest of her sentence that day was, I, I now understand why God sent the flood. And it's not even oh, somebody wow. who believes in God. But anyway. Yeah, she was right? tired. She was yes. tired. Yep. So it, it's that feeling with the song. But then there's also a hope of maybe one day things get better. Maybe one day we start to treat each other. You know, love thy neighbor. Like yeah. really love thy neighbor right. instead of paying lip service to it. Mm-hmm. And then it's lovely too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I also love people who represent that within what's going on, mm. within the shambles. Like people that give you optimism within when things are so rough and just so hard to believe in. And even just a moment with them, you remember like, oh, yeah, there's people like you here. Like, so it's doable. There's hope. If there wasn't anybody like you, then I wouldn't have any hope. But those constant reminders of hope are just important yeah. in like in the overall like desire for optimism of the world. Yeah, you know? for existence. Because I feel like I feel like we need hope mm. to get up in the morning to mm-hmm. to get by. So whatever it is you need to cling on to to give it to you, right? Find it. Mm. I wanna, you know, what I'm gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> I wanna, <laughs> I wanna take that as a like a little sn- snippet, and I'm gonna put it up because I feel like people need to people need to hear it. People need to hear that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You be you be you spitting, Tommy. You be spitting. Not just in, in, in your poetry, but you be spitting in real life. You just be <laughs> yeah. Alright, cool. Let's get into this. Tanya Stevens, what a day. Oh what a day. Oh Ooh, what a day. Say oh. what a day, what a day. I'm tired of the hunger I see on people's faces Tired of the animosity between the races Tired of corruption in high and low places And bricks with money but no social graces Tired of being judged for the style in my hair And the music that I listen and the clothes that I wear I'm tired of life and death being sold as a pair And politicians who keep saying they care but Maybe hoping for a change is a dream Maybe life ain't as bad as it seems But if dreaming is the best I can do Then I'll be dreaming my whole life through Oh, what a day when war Becomes a thing of the past and peace We will have it at last And life is finally worth its cost And whoa, whoa, oh, what a day when men Finally live what they teach and love Ain't just a concept we preach and blood No longer runs in the streets Whoa, 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 what a day Tired of leaving church feeling like I just been robbed Two hours of rambling, not much mention of God The richest man's the only one who does not have a job A bunch of righteous freaks extorting worse than a mob, y'all Tired of baby mama, tired of baby daddy 
Chilling in the spot where the parents should be. Teenage mother saying leave my business alone. In 20 years a kid could be robbing my home. But I got a vision of all of the plan. For the spiritual can flourish again. I'm just waiting for the fire to rain. Bundung everything and start clean. What a day when war becomes a thing of the past and peace. We will have it at last and life is finally worth its cost and whoa, oh, oh, what a day when men finally live what they teach and love ain't just a concept of preaching blood no longer runs in the streets and whoa, 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 what a day, oh, what a day, oh, what a day, what a day, what a day, what a day Ooh, oh Maybe hoping for a change is a dream Maybe life ain't as bad as it seems But if dreaming is the best I can do Then I'll be dreaming my whole life through Oh, what a day when war Becomes a thing of the past and peace we will have it at last, and life is finally worth its cost. And whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow, that's another beautiful song. Wow, I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, she does. You know that one? No, I don't. You're hooking me up today. You know what I mean? Which I, I knew he was gonna that. do. Yeah, I knew he was gonna do. You you're know? the music person. No, listen. You know what? Yeah, everyone says you're the music person. You're this and that. But I'm. I don't know everything. You know, I only know what I know. You know, I just I'm just really passionate. So, but I love when people put me onto music because part of the reason why I ask people about their musical memories and what music means to them in the moments that they that are important to their life, right? Mm. Because I like um, different entry points into new music. So now I'm like, okay, you've given me two songs I don't know, but I have backstory, I have reasoning for that and now it's given me a new appreciation to like listen to the song as opposed to me just pressing play because I feel like sometimes we can get caught up in the idea of like oh mm, I'm not really feeling that song I don't really care about it or but when you have an incentive to care about a and song you listen closer you listen closer mm -hmm. you give it more yeah. grace you know and but yeah I really I really like that song that's a really beautiful song and she does capture the spectrum she does capture the both because I feel like joy and despair are like siblings mm -hmm. you know so i feel like she captured that optimism and despair like quite well and also because it's acoustic as well in a stripped down there's something about acoustic music that just it pulls it's you closer yeah. yeah it's like you know especially when it, when you have something to really say you don't get caught up in the production of everything it's like it's right here this is what I'm, I'm giving it to you right now, mm. you know? So, yeah. So, with the third song now, tell us about uh, what you're going to hook us Jasmine up with. Jasmine Sullivan. Mm, talk about it. And there's so many, but I think I'm going to go with, um, I, I don't know what the real title is, you know? Lions and tigers and bears. That's, that's, that's the title. That's the title. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> we're going to go with she that She said one. animals, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she said the jungle, yeah? <laughs> That one, 
Because I feel like oftentimes, uh, even when you're a confident person, mm. there are things that make your confidence recede. And love, whether it's romantic or platonic, getting yourself, taking the risk to be vulnerable is yeah. one of those things. And the song speaks to that. Mm. And it's classic, Jasmine. It is. Undeniable Jasmine. Like, I'm not a big Jasmine fan, but I respect her. Yeah. And I, I remember... I particularly love that album. That I album was called... you could play it from beginning to end. 100%. 100%. Yeah. That album was called. And she's, like, her her pen, mm. and the way she tells stories, whether it's her own or somebody else's, and just her approach is so unique mm. and within the R&B world. Because R&B can be... Sometimes R&B just be like, <laughs> I love it, you know. I'm not going <laughs> to... It's great. Mel melodies are everything. But then when you look at the lyrics, you're just like, what are, what are you, you saying? saying? What are mm. you really saying? You know, but she knows how to write very well. And she also knows how to write melodies very well as well. Like she's very talented. So, yeah, we're going to get into Jasmine Sullivan, Lions, Tigers and Bears. I'm not scared of lions and tigers and bears, but I'm scared of I'm not scared to perform at a sold out affair, but I'm scared of Am I the only one who thinks it's an impossible test? Why it don't last? Is that too much to ask? Why do we love love when love seems to hate us? 
Big up Jasmine Sullivan. What a classic. What a classic. But up. Yeah, yeah. Big up her, man. That is a, yeah. She did that. <laughs> Every time I, like, that, that and... Uh, she windows out of your car. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had everybody in a chokehold. Everybody wanted yes. to do that. Like, I was like, as if I had somebody right. whose windows yeah, I legit. wanted to. I'm like, I'll mm. smash a window, even though, like, ethically, that's not in my nature. <laughs> However, <laughs> for the mm. three minutes of this song, oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm gonna it with conviction. Yeah, I'm gonna get a brick. Yes. I'm gonna find a brick. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that and um, I'm in love with another with, an, with someone else. What's it called? I'm in love with another man. Oh my yeah. god. Yes. I think that was the first song, even though I grew up, um, there's so many songs about like desire for somebody outside your relationship or about um, cheating. And there's so many different narratives about that, and especially in R&B, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was the first song that I heard and I was like, I understand you. Like, I got it. Because it just, you empathize for her in that song. She makes you empathize with her. Which is good writing. Yeah, it is. Mm. And good singing and the chords and everything. It's just like, oh, I feel sorry for you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the person who I should you feel sorry I mean? for. Yes. Like, yeah. So Jasmine is amazing for that reason. Um, so what I want to do now uh-huh. is I want to jump into another poem. I'm going to read this one as well. Okay. You know? And um, so this poem is called What the Girl Wants. I'm going to read it and then I'm going to get into why I chose it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So this is what the girl wants. <clears throat> Neon pink, numbuck leather high tops beckoned from the shop window, dripped their color into my wanting, enticed me inside the store. I slipped my feet into the plush leather, my toes breathed. I stood to walk and glided instead, reminiscing on younger days when shorts or the fanciest Sunday dress were matched with white high top sneakers. Can't you see what the other girls are wearing? Said mum. Don't you want to be pretty? I wanted to be comfortable. To loop white laces into an underhand knot. Run without fear of stumbling. Left my heels on the shop floor. Never went back. Jeez. Hey. Listen. You know what? Your ability to bring people into uh, an image... Mm-hmm. And into a moment, it's you know, you, to write a poem about <laughs> that experience, and to bring us into the history, like a small insight of it, your personal history, mm-hmm. right? Your personal experience of your views and the way of when your mom said, "Can't you see what other girls? Don't you want to be pretty? Mm-hmm. Can't you see what they're wearing?" That the weight of that comes from so much, you know, and the way you were able to tie all of those images in within this one poem is just is amazing why thank you yes i love that and yeah it just had me thinking about when you spoke about the why the high top sneakers yeah because you know i'm always yes you're always in the sneakers apart from today for some Mm -hmm, reason but mm, yeah today's a different day but yeah i wanted to i wanted to talk to you about um the perception of beauty and Mm -hmm. also just um, talk about those years of growing up and um, just what your perception was and your perception of um, adornment and how beauty and womanhood was like given to you like or what did you kind of pick up and stuff and so I just want to ask you were there um, any specific 
ideas of what womanhood presented itself to be that you kind of took under your wing growing up that you saw or that you were told or you heard people speak about? I think there is was mm. a performance. There were various performances of femininity. Performances, the word, yeah. Which I didn't realize or perceive as performances until mm. I was much older. Mm. So they just seemed like a woman should. Yeah. Um, whether it was society or whether it was closer to home. Um, and some of that was about how to behave in public. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been reserved, but I'm also very opinionated. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that idea of how do you tame that mm. so that you can appear more, yeah. I don't know what, um, something not me. So there was a bit of that, which probably wasn't that much of an issue when I was younger mm. because I didn't, I, I don't recall being someone who said that much anyway. Having said that, I've also always been someone who, I might not say much, but if I'm ready, I'm ready. Right. And I'll talk. Yeah. And I'll take up space. <laughs> People that not anticipated <laughs> space too. and be like, oh, okay. So there's a bit of that. But then th- there's also the thing of how you look, which is obviously a, a huge part of that. So in there was, this is probably bef- before your time, there was this particular Halle Berry hairstyle. Yeah. Which one are we talking about? The 90s? The short hairstyle? Or are we talking short, about the, no, 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 the, the one that, thing. right, like early Super 2000s? Short. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. like, you know, everybody had it or wanted it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That thing fits people with a particular shape of face. My mm. face has always been round. Mm. If I'm a stick, I will be the my face will be the lollipop <laughs> on top of it, right? <laughs> right? My cheeks are not going anywhere, not that I want them to. Right. But at some point I remember feeling some kind of way right. that I didn't somehow fit into what was being sold to me as what is beautiful. Whether that's in the shape of face yeah. or how people dressed or behaved. Mm-hmm. And then you also have that whole, you're seeing who is, for want of a better word, who is liked or who, yeah. or who is promoted as the it yeah. people. And you're seeing that you're not in that category and, and then you have to decide whether or not you care. Yeah, right. And I came to this country when I was about, I think I was 14. Um, and so I quickly decided that whether or not I cared wasn't, the most important thing just doing whatever I wanted to do regardless was going to be it because Mm. whether or not I cared it wasn't going to change Mm. anything um and I think I did that unconsciously as at first because they're friends who I've known since like a levels and stuff who say things like yeah you were just weird (laughs) (laughs) what kind of weird though like you just did whatever you wanted um and I was like, oh, I didn't realize I was. And they were like, look, you were in the class. You just kind of reclined all the way and said whatever you wanted to say whenever you were ready. Mm. And I, I've always been in the middle of middle of the road person. I'm cool with the popular people. I'm cool with the people who yeah, are not you're popular not to people. Yeah, maneuver. Yeah. So it was just always that way. And I think even without realizing it, there was something about, well, just be yourself because you, you don't fit into any of the other brackets. Mm. And growing older, again, looking at performances of femininity, I won't say there are uh, 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 numbered or limited 
number of promoted ways to be. Mm-hmm. But they also kind of are sometimes. Yeah, there are sometimes. In terms of what is expected. You know, you're either the loud, whatever. Yeah. Or if you're the quieter one, then you're maybe in a particular faction still. Whereas I want to be able to go and do jujitsu. Right. And wear my trainers. And maybe if it's your wedding and I really like you, I might wear my single pair of uh-huh. heels. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yep. But like, I'm all of those people mm-hmm. and not in between. Yeah. And I think the older I got, the more I was kind of like, I, I don't, these are my one lashes, the ones I was born with. I don't own an extra mm-hmm. pair. Mm-hmm. If for whatever reason I decide that I want some tomorrow, I'll get it. But I'm not walking out of my house feeling less than myself right. because I haven't done my makeup in a particular way. Or I haven't. And so I learned to drop those things, mm. some of which I never picked up in the mm. first place. Mm. Which is not to say there aren't still moments of do I, of not feeling a particular kind of 100%. confidence. But now I know who I am. Right. I know what my face, my own real face looks like. And there's that poem in the book, uh, I Found Home. Oh my gosh. Hmm. And there's a line in it hmm. which says... Um, I now know where the floorboards creak and mm. which jarring paint I refuse to get rid of or something along those lines. And that's what that's talking about. Like, I know what is likely to rub you off the wrong way and I know which parts of that mm. is just who I am. So yeah. you either get used to it or you go. And I know what I need to change. And as I grow, I'll learn more things I need to change. But none of that will be because the world is telling me that right. this is what a, a mm. woman should be or a real woman should be. I define and describe that as I live. Right. And I, yeah, I just don't believe in subscribing to notions of this is femininity, this is masculinity. Mm-hmm. You are who you are. Absolutely. <laughs> so be who you want to be. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love that. But I love that about you. You're somebody who, um, you and Gems and... The, the beauty of having friends that are older than you is to, especially when they're open about their process and they're honest about what they're learning as women and how they've gone through different periods of time. But what I love about having friends that are older than me is that it gives me hope to... Right now I'm 29 and I feel more optimistic about life than I did in my mm-hmm. early 20s. And it's because of people like you that are in my life because I've seen, you know, I grew up thinking like, oh, you know, by this time I have to have everything together and I have to know what I want. I have to do this, I have to do that. And I was so hell bent over that for so many years. And just to have friends that are just like, listen, in your twenties, yeah, (laughs) it's cool. But once you cross over, (laughs) cross over and life is all right over here. Like you feel more like yourself, you feel better. You're still working on loads of things, but you're not you're not um, bound by what the world wants you to do. You're you start to be loyal to yourself, mm. you know. And I have to learn how to be loyal to myself, loyal to um, the love that I was given, mm-hmm. and not kind of dismissing it or not believing it because I have all of these insecurities, right? And that's a decision. Yeah. Right? And it's not even a, an age-bound decision. Mm-hmm. I think insecurities come at every age. A hundred percent, hundred percent. And so you've just got to make a decision with yourself. Yeah. That who you are is fine, 
and whichever parts of it are not fine, you will fix mm -hmm. or heal mm -hmm. or whatever. But none of that will come from trying to be somebody else. Mm. And that's what I've learned. And I think that's beautiful. I think once you get to that place, and it's sometimes it's, I feel like it's so hard that you, you fight through so much mud to get to a place where when you finally start working on yourself and then it comes, sometimes it comes very easy. Mm. Like, and you're just like, oh, okay, cool. If I just practice this, if I practice like, one thing I did for a long time, for years was just like practicing to look at myself in the mirror. It took me years to finally do it and to be like, I did it every day as well. Every day I'd look in the mirror and be like, okay, cool. And you know, for the first week, it was like, okay, I can't look too long because I've got all of these thoughts, all of these, all, the, all of this judgment. Some of it's mine. Some of it's things I've inherited. It's just a, a world that's in my head mm. that comes out when I look in the mirror. And it took a long time to just look and be like, I see it's you. A face. Yeah. yeah. Because and and I there's I'm sure there's a poem about that somewhere mm. in, in this as well. But it's like the nose. You you yeah. you start to look at things. Like I know when I was younger, I was like, oh, now I don't know what. I was seen because mm. I look in the mirror and it's my face and I like my yeah, face. But same. then I know there were issues or oh, cheeks this, uh, nose that, mm -hmm. uh, maybe for, you know, hair is not doing what you want it to do. Yeah. Please. Yeah, not for real. <laughs> so, yeah. And it, it took me a while to, uh, to forgive myself and be like, because for a while I was like, you know what, I spent so many years doing that. And I, I questioned myself. I said, what if I spent all those years loving myself? You know, but I realized, I'm like, you know what? It's not too late to <laughs> to start and to, to do the work, you mm -hmm. know? And it took me a while to just like practice that. Like, don't judge yourself for all of these years. Like I had to um, forgive that version of myself because that's what she knew, you know? And so, yeah, I want I want to jump in. We're going to bring in some a couple more songs mm -hmm. today. And... I just wanted to touch on um, specific women in music who were unique and different, right? So we come kind of going back to the the motion of the notion of uh, marketed beauty and marketed um, versions of womanhood, right? And obviously in music, we've seen so many different versions of what a woman artist should be, and then there are women that are like, yeah, forget all of that. I'ma be me and they still do their thing, right? So I want to talk about two of the artists that you've chosen, mm -hmm. the songs, why you've chosen the songs, and what is it that made them unique in their, in their truth, in them standing in their truth, and them being women? Uh, I think we'll start with Nina Simone. Mm. Because just powerhouse, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just that whole backstory of wanting to do something being held back, finding your own way anyway, um, and making sure your voice stood for something. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, there's a lot of sadness with her story. 100%. There's a lot of it. But the power that she held, um, yeah, and, and the way she made her voice count mm -hmm. and the truth yeah. in a lot of her words, um, yeah. There's just something about that, and I think. Don't please don't let me be misunderstood. Yeah, we'll go with that one. Amazing. Let's get it. Mm -hmm. 
I, I yeah, I missed in the next Jill Scott concert, but I've been to almost everyone before mm -hmm. because power, man, right. just power, mm -hmm. and not not shrinking from it. Yeah. Oh, not shrinking from your power. You yeah. remember there was that interview that she did. Was it on Breakfast? Whatever that um, show is the called. The Breakfast Club. Where she was saying, where they were asking her about whether a man can tell her what to do. Yeah. And she said something along the lines of, yes, if you can tell, tell me, me what, what to do, do you can tell, tell me what to, to do. Yep, yep. And I was like, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. if you can't, then you can't. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I understood that in one. Um, but she's just that kind of character. She just, she's like, can you handle it? Right. And I'm here for that all day. Mm. Okay. This is Jill Scott, woman. Womanifesto. Woman, womanifesto. There we go. <laughs> Clearly, I am not a fat ass. I am active brain and lip smacking peach deep, sometimes too aggressive in its honesty and heart sweet that loves wholly and completely whom it may choose, whomever it may choose. I am not gonna lie and pacify. I am arms to hold. I am lips to speak. I am a motherfucking G. Strong legs that stroll off the 33 bus or out of a money green phantom comfortably. Knees that bend to pray, clean from Ajax washings. Hair that is thick and soft. Thighs that betwixt an amazing all expense grand prize i am eyes that sing smile that brightens touch that rings and supplies euphoric release i am a grand dom queen beast i am warm i am peace from the roads of botswana from 23rd street from the inside third eye ever watching this wicked wicked system of things i do see I am friend to pen and a lover of strong women, a diamond to men. I am curious and interested like children. I welcome the wise to teach, appreciator of my culture, thick, not just from bone dense and eat. I have a rhythm in my ways and a practice in my seek. And yes, I do crave the rhythm of my space with a man that rejoices in God's grace. With faith, I do here to listen. Two hands that fist when force pushes to shove and your ego won't submit. And I am gifted. I am all of this. And indeed, the shit. Clearly, I am not just an ass. Wow, wow. <laughs> listen, listen, wow. You know, she said that. She did. It's the way she started. Listen, look, I know, I know how I look in it. I know that, you know, I'm, um, what's it in the words of a uh, genuine, scrumptious, <laughs> you know, I say genuine because, <laughs> because I remember hearing that word in the song. I was like, wow, I've never heard that in the, in the song before. But Jill Scott is in a, she's a beautiful woman, right? And she's like, listen, I know what I got, okay? This is not just me. There's mm. more to me, you mm. know? And you'll appreciate this when you know the whole entire to you of who I am you know and so yeah jill scott i love i love jill scott i don't love her as much as you do because you're a proper fan you're a proper <laughs> jill scott fan but look i have you a are. poetry collection and listen i know 
I know you way do. Back you don't in the play day. around. You don't play. So, you know, and I was thinking about this recently. I was like, you know, Jill Scott, you know that whole, you know, quote unquote neo soul movement, mm. right? And when I was thinking about Jill Scott, and I was like, I was thinking about the way because I love the way, yes. right? And every time I listen to that song, I'm like this woman really wrote, brought us into her home, into her life. I woke up this morning, you know, had a smile on my face, mm. went downstairs, made breakfast. She telling us everything. And then carries into the chorus and it's like, is it the way you love me? You're just like, how did you bring us there? Like, how unique is that to like, to be so just, this is me, this is my life. And what I love about her is that kind of the opposite of like the world of R&B at the time Mm -hmm. is that R&B creates a distance between uh, the artists and the people because they're like, you're an R&B, you're manifesting, like you're up there, you have all of these other things that kind of make you who you are mm-hmm. and but with just Scott you're just like this is you and you remind me of somebody that I could know you know yeah. and you put that in your music so it's accessible you know so I love Jill Scott for that reason she's yeah, amazing she is. she is so we're gonna kind of we're gonna close up soon but I want to end with hearing you read a couple of poems from your collection because I would like to be blessed. You know, this is the, this is the, the, I mean, the I appreciate the serenading me with my own work. <laughs> it was my beautiful. pleasure. <laughs> but now I want to be serenaded. Uh, you understand? Right, okay. So, I don't know if this is going to serenade you. But. No, it will. Cause your voice is so, so beautiful and so soothing, you know? So yeah, please tell me, um, the name of the poem and then read it and then we'll talk about it. I'm going to do things I can't say. Number two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. Yep. How do you ask to be crushed? I might ad lib during your poem. I'll just let you know. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How do you ask to be crushed? To hold the weight of another on your chest till you can only breathe long and deep? How do you explain that your body must be forced to expel all its air to let go? That you are too accustomed to leaning on solid things that break? without warning Mm. that you loved a man once and only knew this as truth the day your body leaned so fully into his chest you could have been weightless that you chased that feeling the depth of that serenity sometimes in a hot bath where the heat holds on until you surrender Mm. sometimes under the weight of a fat man who doesn't love you but has enough heft to force your body to let go. Jeez. Ah, every time. Listen, I'm, hmm. Listen, wow. I remember when, who, I think me and Gems both, I remember when we both spoke about when you sent us this poem and we were just like, Tolu, Tolu, what are you doing? <laughs> it was one of those ones where when it finally came, yeah. it came quick. Mm. But that's also a lie. Because I feel like I'd been trying to write that poem for years wow. to encapsulate that feeling of why sometimes I need to sit in a bath and submerge myself in really hot water. Mm-hmm. And I'd been trying to explain it. So I'd been trying for years. And then all of a sudden that night I was like, oh, oh, something's happening. Let's mm-hmm. write. And so it finally did come out. So that thing where 
people say, yes, but it just came out of me. I mean, it might for some people. Right. But for me, if it just came out of me and it's good, it was probably trying to come out for years mm -hmm. before that. Yeah. And then eventually the thing happened. Mm -hmm. But yeah, touch is a powerful thing. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you, when did you know that things I can't say to, because there's a things I can't say in a book as well, but mm -hmm. when did you know that this was a title for it? And because it's, I, th I find it interesting with titles, right? You've called it things I can't say, but you've said the thing here. So it just gives it more room to be loud. Mm -hmm. With something that might have been quiet in other spaces, but it's given room for it to be loud here. When did you know that was the title? I mean, I think when I was titling other things and I had the the initial things I can't say. Yeah. And both of them are things that, that would transpire in conversation mm. or in action with other people but you don't you don't say what it is that you're looking for so once i had the first one and this came out i thought no it just makes sense for right. this to be not a continuation but maybe a part of a series with that because uh, y that's not a question you can ask you know how do i ask to be crushed right. but essentially in those moments that's what you're looking for it's just that weight the heat um the heat of a, of another skin on your skin, mm -hmm. and that's not even in a sexual way, right. but in an intimate way. Yeah, um, yeah, hundred percent. I I gathered that from when I read it, and I think uh, there's a way that you write about desire that it's kind of like a roundabout. Okay. So you approach the roundabout. This is desire. And there's different exits, you know, but it encompasses all of the things. So, and I think another thing that happens as well with, I think with women creatives and with the women artists is that there is an immediacy to kind of uh, tie um, something to it being sexual. Mm -hmm. Immediately when you like, you speak about desire, it's like, oh no, that's, boom, that's what it is. And it's like, no, there's more here. There's more there's more going on here. There's more that's demanding here. Mm -hmm. Because if it was just sexual, then you would know that. It would just be on a plate. It would just be on a platter, right? But, but even in that poem, it's a letting go thing, right? Yeah, So that exactly. thing of I love the man once leaned into his chest. Mm -hmm. Because you can hug and hug and hug a person. But for me, anyway, there's still some... It's not conscious, but there's still some... Your body still holds back something. Right, right. And it takes a lot to get to the point where you're not holding anything mm. back when you hold on to somebody because you're not scared that they're going to walk away or they're going to think you're right. holding on too long or you finally trust them. Da, 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 da. And you don't necessarily know when it's happening. It's just suddenly you catch yourself there one day and you're like, oh, snap. This is happening right yeah. now. Yeah. 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 And that it takes a lot to, to get to that space with anyone, mm -hmm. especially when you are being that intimate, that vulnerable. Um, so yeah, I love that poem. I was hoping you'd read that. I'm glad you did because that's. What <laughs> I was going through the book and I was like, oh, she reads this one. Like she just, she gets, she catches my energy in the <laughs> in the atmosphere and well, she the decides next one to read is it. I found home. Yes. Okay. Yes, you did it. See, we we're here because I was like, she if she don't if she don't read this one, I'm gonna request her to read it. Uh uh. So yeah, let's All get right. it. Go. All right, let's go. This is a two parter, so this is the first part. I met a man who could have been any man, only he wasn't. 
What kind of absurdity makes one want to spend time learning an obscure language? He became fluent in me for the sake of it. Invested enough time to decipher my laughter dialects. Pure release, stuttered and worn and muddied with questions or cluttered with doubt. He studied every detail, convinced he was reviving a city we could call home. Mm. Came alive, accumulating vocabulary, connecting them like puzzle patterns. When he said, you are beautiful, it was deeper than high cheekbones, curved hips, soft moans, or compliments issued as one part of a bargain. If an acerbic tone caused him to stumble or consider walking away, he never did. Not really. How could he leave a home he worked so hard to restore? Questioning this and contemplating that, he stripped me down. Clothes, self-doubt, labels I held too close that weren't mine. Mm. At first, I fought the probing, the attention. I wasn't used to it. Didn't ask why he thought I was worth it. Couldn't challenge his conviction. Didn't want to. How could I throw a brick through the walls we had restored together when I'd begun to believe, too? When at last I understood that being my own woman is a house I must build from scratch, must choose every brick, must reject most donations for, I started with what I knew. One morning, when a full moon tinted the ocean silver white, we marveled at its splendor. I caught him gazing at my face with the same awe. This isn't about him, but the way he loved me with no remorse was impressive. I wanted to love myself like that. I gave up the craft of business for its own sake, courted silence until I wasn't afraid to be still, to stare at my own face, my own body beyond skin, and be confronted with shame I'd accepted without question. All the things they said a real woman was that I wasn't. The shame I owned for wanting to opine without apology, though not for empty attention. To love my own deep voice, the roundness in my face that no diet would shed. When the borrowed and donated things were as tangible as a false wall, I pulled them down. I now know where the floorboards creak, which doors are not good for access, which jarring paint I refuse to change what it feels like to be at peace with myself, all of myself. <sighs> Sensei, oh my gosh. Wow. Thank you. That poem touches me every time. There's not a time when that poem doesn't touch me. Mm. I think there's so many lines I could pull up and I'll be here all day and we haven't got all day. So... <laughs> <laughs> But I think one line that that uh, stands out for me off top is the way he loved me with no remorse mm. was impressive, right? That The conviction of this person's love mm -hmm. and to the point where you can't question, you're like, okay, all right, I get it. Because I can't I'm question, like, good right? love should make you want to love yourself mm, better. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If it's not doing that, is it really? Right love right and i love that it's two-parted right i think that's what i love poem a lot like this is it's like okay there are 
odes, right, that you can write and be like, I want to spend this poem completely just admiring you. And I love those poems as well. But I love poems that give you the entirety of what a connection can um, create, mm. you know. So from this person and how they were adamant to love you with what completely and then you to turn to yourself because you're forced to to be like wow if if someone's gonna love me this hard i I can't not i have no choice but to look at myself Mm -hmm. because you're being this you know you're you're so purposeful of how you're loving me so for you to love yourself and when you said that being a woman is a house that i had to build from scratch Because then we just follow the architecture metaphor from the first part, right? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it works. I like it. Yeah, yeah. You should <laughs> like it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that poem is everything to me, and yeah, I just love it. I could talk about it all day, but yeah, I love how you spoke about just your own willingness to like rediscover yourself mm-hmm. in that poem. It's very beautiful. Um. So we're going to close up soon. I'm going to ask you a couple more questions and then I'm going to play like one last song and then we're going to like end the show. But before we end, I just want to say thank you for being here today. No, I've enjoyed the conversation. Uh, You've blessed me with your time and your presence as you do. And I really appreciate you. Um, So I want to ask you, uh, what are some of the small joys in your life that largely impact you? Fried plantain. Mm. (laughs) Listen, <laughs> I've had yours and they're great. They're always sweet. You know, because mm-hmm. sugar is important. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, fried plantain, um, good company, sharing food with people I love, making food with people I love. Um, but, yeah, I'll choose those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good and food, good people. Yeah. Not having to pretend. Mm. And just yeah, that freedom yeah. in that yeah. arena. Not having to perform. I mean, not having to perform myself. Right. Mm, performing right. on a stage, I'm all good. Yeah. We can switch that on. No, hundred percent. But yeah, performing, <laughs> but performing yourself, myself. 100%. Not having to perform myself. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. And then the last thing I'll ask is, if you could, if you could give yourself, I won't say advice because that's a, that's a typical question. I feel that's typical, but if you could say something to yourself, your younger self, any type of younger self that that comes to mind, mm-hmm. that you could say, uh, what to look forward to right now, like where you are right now, what would you say that she should look forward to? I'd say everything changes, mm. and then it changes again. So mm. just roll with it and enjoy the moment. Mm. And it'll be all right. Then it'll be all right. Mm. When it's not, <laughs> you know, you'll ride it out until it is. Mm. Yeah. Joy comes in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I can relate to that. And I needed to hear that more often growing up. And I now find myself trying to say things out loud to myself to those younger versions of myself because I, I feel them more present now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, even if it's just the smallest thing, I'm like, Today, me saying it's going to be okay, even being here today, and like, I was like, oh, I need to be here, I need to be, I was running late, and I'm like, I need to be here, and I'm like, it's okay, you know, because there's so many, uh, there's so much weight that comes with 
that judgment that I've had of myself from years ago and me telling myself it'll be okay is enough to like calm myself down it's like so I'm trying to do the work to be for my younger selves to be like it's all right you got yeah. this you know you do yeah thank you so yeah thank you can you tell the people who are listening your socials please and tell them what they can have what they can engage in in terms of content in terms of things that you have out that they can be like yeah i need to engage with this woman because she's amazing i am on twitter and instagram and it's tolu agbelusi t-o-l-u-a-g-b-e-l-u-s-i um that's my handle uh i've got a podcast called unlearning strong women which drops at the end of every month um so find it it's really good i talk to women i agree <laughs> I talk to women of all ages from around the world and I get into their business um, and it's always beautiful uh, I also do workshops and amazing workshops by the way post things occasionally about that or other things that I'm doing but yeah follow me online if I'm doing something you'll find it there thank you very much for being here Tolu I want to end I want to end on one more song and this song is by Cleo Soul Mm. don't let it get to, don't let it go to your head uh. and i wanted to play the song i think it encapsulates everything we just spoke about in terms of us calling ourselves back to ourselves and just speaking to those versions of ourselves that needed to hear that it's okay you know and that you've got this and so yeah i think this song sums up perfectly so we'll end on this note thank you everybody for listening today i hope your friday is well hope you rest well when you do hope you have a lovely weekend and yeah peace take care
Ma 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 